VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, in the words of Austin Powers, allow myself to introduce myself. This is Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto, live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1 888 Farmers to switch, and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of food your friends ate again? Call. 188-FARMERS for a quote. We are farmers. And on that note, welcome back to another critically acclaimed edition of Straight Out of Vegas, the weekend adaptation. Tonight we go big on the NFL Conference Championship Games, and I will explain why I think there will be one upset tomorrow. Also, I'm going to give my two cents on the Brooklyn Nets comedy show and the Urban Meyer hiring in Jacksonville. Got to weigh in on that. But in about 15 minutes, uh, Steve Fezzik, he's going to join via phone as we'll chop up the Packers' bucks and the Chiefs' bills, replete with predictions, best bets, and, you know, some good prop opportunities. And later on, after Brian Finley's larger-than-life update, well, we'll lay out on a platter as to why I – well, I'll tell you what the Buffalo Bills need to do to continue their magical season. And, of course, we close down the show with Mackinac Sports and – Plenty of fodder to twist your brains, and Mackin's got some good prop bets for tomorrow. Sports are entertainment, but they're more than that. They are a shared experience. As such, people want to talk about them, so you've come to the right place. We've got a lot to talk about. This is Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you've always wanted. As they say in Fran Tarkenton, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. All right. I've been on the air in two weeks, and there's been a lot of history to take place, not the least of which the Brooklyn Nets brought in James Harden, and we're going to talk about this a lot over the next few months, but let me just get this off my chest, okay, because, and I know I'm going to get pushed back, I don't care, bring it. They're going nowhere. 
They get James Harden, who couldn't wait to get out of Houston. Kevin Durant, who couldn't wait to get out of Golden State. And, and hopefully his Achilles is good. I like watching him play. and I'm a fan of his. And you get Kyrie, who he basically wants out of the human race, right? And I, I wish I could have given this commentary before they lost to Cleveland twice. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the team with the 30th ranked offense. And Brooklyn with that fantastic 29th defensive efficiency rating. This team couldn't guard a parked car. And tell me who in this group's going to get a rebound in crunch time. Can you imagine if you put them on the floor against LeBron's Lakers? Now, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. I don't care. But I'm, I do respect what they're doing. And I will tell you, when you watch them play defense, their commitment to defense, their defensive chemistry, the way they guard the perimeter, the way they rotate, switch, communicate, help, they are fabulous on defense. And they contest everything. And I will tell you um, that that's what wins in the postseason. I'll, I'll steal a page from Chuck Daly's book, the great coach who won the Pistons, you know, the bad boy Pistons, and they won back-to-back championships, almost won a third. They took the Lakers to game seven in 88. He would always say, start with a stop. So I'll stop right there because we're going to have plenty of time to revisit this over the next, uh, well, few months. And we'll see if I'm right or wrong. Back in August, they thought I was crazy when I said Tampa Bay would win 10 games and New England wouldn't win even even win eight. You, you can you know pick up your local newspaper tomorrow and tell me if I was right on that one. All right, let's move on because I do want to talk about the one hire that's taken place so far in, in the NFL uh, that I am most curious about. And that, of course, is, is Urban Meyer to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, when Jimmy Johnson was hired to become the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys in 1989. The irrepressible Buddy Ryan, he quipped, quote, he's going to find out there are no East Carolinas on the schedule in this league. Well, three Super Bowl championships later, uh, Buddy's point turned out to be moot. Now, I never doubted Jimmy Johnson would have success in the NFL because in the history of football on any level, Jimmy Johnson is one of the greatest talent evaluators of all time. And Jerry Jones, at least for a while, gave Jimmy the autonomy to assemble his own roster. Now, hold that thought, because before I get to Urban Meyer, I want to tell you a little story about Willie Nelson. This will play in, because Willie Nelson always said his most prized possession was that he owned his own golf course. And he was giving an interview to a reporter once, and they were sitting on his deck, and his house overlooked the 18th hole of the golf course that he owned. And he told the reporter, he goes, you know what? You know the best thing about owning your own golf course? You get to decide par. You see that 18th hole right there? That's a par 14. Yesterday, I birdied it. All right, let's move on. Enter Urban Meyer. Now, it's easy for some people to predict a crash and burn scenario because they underestimate Meyer's track record and his ability to recruit and motivate players. Now, it comes down, I will say this, it is going to come down to the relationship between Meyer and Jacksonville owner Shot Khan. They're going to have to be patient, and both sides are going to have to work together because they're coming off a 1-15 season. Now, coincidentally, the Jaguars actually had their most successful stint back in 96 through 99 with Tom Coughlin, who also made the jump from college. He went from Boston College to the pros. And as long as everybody checks their ego at the door, this is going to work. See, in the past, there have been headstrong personalities like Nick Saban, Steve Spurrier, Lou Holtz. Well, they struggled with their respective ownership, and so they didn't have success. And Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer eventually did too, but 
if you look at Pete Carroll, he's probably the best example of a coach who thrived at the next level with his owners. Now, if Meyer follows that example, I believe the connections he's made, he knows what he's doing, and he's going to get a chance to prove he can do it at the highest level. And even though everybody's telling me this is a risky move because the franchise has only won 12 games in the last three season, seasons, but look, Meyer is not just a, a typical college coach. He's, he's one of the most accomplished in history. He had an 854 winning percentage between four sto- uh, coaching stops at Bowling Green, Utah, Florida, and Ohio State. Now, the only FBS coaches with at least 100 wins and a higher winning percentage in college were Newt Rockney and Frank Leahy, all right? So some people think he's going to turn out to be Nick Saban. I hear ex-players talking about that. I don't agree. But I think he'll be more like Pete Carroll. But let's not rush to judgment because this, in fairness, could go either way. So some people think Urban Meyer's hire is too risky because of his health situations in college, ranging from chest pains. He allegedly had severe headaches. He left Florida after the 2010 season, took a year off, then returned to Ohio State. In his final season, he was suspended three games and ended up leaving, but he left the program in great shape. All right. Now, the detractors will also say Meyer has no coaching experience in the NFL. And the go-to sentiment is that he's not going to be able to handle the week-to-week failure in the NFL, knowing that the worst season he ever had as a head coach in college was 8-5 and five in Florida back in 2010. Plus, the detractors are saying Meyer's offense, which typically relies on a power running game, is also another question mark. Ohio State averaged more than 200 yards rushing every year under Urban Meyer in the six years he was there. And then they averaged 360 yards passing his last two years. Now, he had offensive coordinator Ryan Day with him, who shifted the offense to a pass-first model, which shows Meyer is flexible. Look, there, the question is, is there precedent? Meyer had 187 wins at the college level. And the only coaches with more victories in college who actually coached in the NFL were Saban, Lou Holtz, and Steve Spurrier. Now, not great examples. I get it. Saban finished 15-17 and 17 with the Dolphins before leaving for Alabama. Holtz was with the New York Jets one year, a disaster, 3-10. and 10. And Steve Spurrier finished 12-20 and 20 with, they were called the Redskins back then, in Washington before he finally went back to South Carolina. But I don't think Spurrier took it serious. He thought he could just show up and win. He once joked that, the only difference between the NFL and college is it's cheerleaders are older, but I digress. Urban Meyer can build a winner, and I believe he'll succeed. He's a hyper-competitive motivator, and he, oh, yes, I get it. His rosters in college were flush with NFL talent, but Jimmy Johnson did the same thing at Miami, the Hurricanes. Barry Switzer did the same thing at Oklahoma and Pete Carroll at USC. And Johnson, when he won the national championship in Miami, before uh, you know, winning uh, two Super Bowls, and Switzer won three national championships. He also won a Super Bowl in Dallas. I mean, I know he was kind of babysitting the team, but he still did it. And Pete Carroll's the best modern example of a coach who's had success at, at both levels because he won two national championships at USC, and he's just finished his 11th season with the Seahawks, and they've made the playoffs eight years and won a Super Bowl and been to two of them. Here's what else works, I think, in Urban Meyer's favor. They have the number one pick, the Jaguars, which they'll likely use to take Trevor Lawrence. They have more than $75 million in cap space. I believe Meyer is going to find a way to assemble a team that has potential stars. And then I do believe he's got enough moxie to not only build a talented roster that can compete in the AFC South, but I think he's superb in areas of leadership and player development. These are the factors that 
are going to have to happen that will, you know, determine whether or not they're a playoff team or an also ran. He's got to pick the right players. I get it. They take Lawrence with the top pick. That's going to be an easy move. He's a, he's a great talent. He checks all the boxes. He's got all the intangibles, leadership poise. But it's after that where Lawrence – check that. Meyer, he's going to have to team up with Trent Baalke, who I'm not necessarily a fan of. Uh, but the long, they cannot – they have all this draft capital, and they can't squander it. Nor, nor you know, they have a lot of salary cap dollars that they can spend, and they've got to be very prudent, right, on who they get. They've got and they've got to pay the players the right amount, and they've got to establish the right foundation. But you know, with a rookie salary pool and the draft, uh, you know, you're going to get a lot of long-term value for their buck. And I think one of the things is an edge for the draft that uh, you know another guy that he'll be working with Johnson. He he's got a situation where. They're going to be familiar with the context they have with the players they coach and are scouted against and with in college. So it's not like Urban Meyer's that far removed. One of the things that, you know, and Urban Meyer's going to have to prove this. He's got to survive the NFL grind. We know he's a driven man, and we've talked about the health and family issues after stepping down at, at Ohio State and before that Florida. But apparently those issues are no longer on the table, right? Now, this is a, you know, this is kind of an all-consuming job for coaches, especially those that have personnel power, and Urban Meyer is going to have that. And there's a lot of demands and a lot of standards, and really it's a 24-7 job for at least 10 months. So one of the things Urban Meyer is going to have to do is build support around him. He's going to have to not only develop Lawrence, he's going to have to build a staff around him, and he's got to convince Shad Khan, whose track record has been to hire those he perceives are the right people and allow them to do the allow them the authority to do their jobs. Okay, that's what Urban Meyer's got going for him. That's why I told the Willie Nelson joke. Now it didn't quite work with Tom Coughlin running the show, but Khan invested in this business in the hopes of creating, you know, a winner. And he's a, he's a type of a guy that if you look at his businesses internationally, he gets out of the way and lets people do their jobs. And so if Urban Meyer is able to corral a high level of assistance and, you know, he's got a guy, he's got to bring in a guy who can run his defense, he's got to bring in a guy who can run his offense, plus many of other significant roles, and, you know, he's got to really sort of model what Jimmy Johnson did. Because Jimmy Johnson, his staffs included five assistants who went on to become head coaches, even though they had mixed results as head coaches, they went on to be head coaches. He had Norv Turner on his staff, Jimmy Johnson did, Dave Wansnett, Butch Davis. They all came from the Jimmy Johnson coaching tree. So he also had a coach by the name of Tony Wise who built what the NFL was considered the best offensive line with two third-round picks and a seventh-round pick. And Jimmy Johnson was brilliant at taking undrafted free agents and turning them into pro bowlers. I think Urban Meyer has the same skill set that Jimmy Johnson had, every bit of it. Now, time will tell if Urban Meyer will leave a mark similar to Johnson's. It's been rare. But with the Jaguars, the opportunity, he has the built-in advantage of a number one pick to grab a franchise quarterback and ample room under the salary cap to paint a canvas and paint a picture for a team that could bring success back to Jacksonville, which they had some of in the late 90s. And remember, it wasn't that long ago where Blake Bortles, they almost shocked uh, Tom Brady in New England two or three years ago. 
I wanted to talk about Urban Meyer tonight because I'm a fan of his, and he's the only coach in this crop of seven that will be hired that actually has head coaching experience and actually has a track record, although he does have detractors. I am not one of them. All right, coming up, Steve Fezzik will join us. We are going to go deep and take a deep dive and do the analysis for uh, both uh, games on uh, to, uh, for tomorrow. We're you know just hours away from the NFC and AFC championship games, and we're going to know who our Super Bowl matchup is going to be. So uh, we'll, we'll get right to that with Steve Fezzik coming up on the other side. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! The great Bernie Fratto, folks. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to – try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids. And we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash show for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. 
What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. I'm Bernie Fratto. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. All right, let's welcome in a gentleman, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest here in Las Vegas. You hear him Monday through Friday, 3 to 4 Pacific, 6 to 7 Eastern on the weekday version of Straight Out of Vegas. It is Steve Fezzik. Fez, how are you, buddy? I am excellent. Only three games remaining. Bernie, let's finish strong. I was just thinking about that. Out of 256, we're down to three. So let's dive right in because as I look at the first game, Green Bay hosting Tampa Bay, and what's the current line? Three and a half, pack lane, three and a half? It is. I look at this team, Fez, and I just feel like they are not only playing so well, they've got this game at home. They're on a seven-game winning streak. They've only allowed 18 points per game in those seven games per game. They put up 484 yards last week against the number one defense in the Rams. Made almost made it look too easy. I don't see a path where Tampa Bay can win this game. However, I do think they could keep it close. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I prefer Green Bay. Sure wish we could still lay three, although I will say this. You can still lay two and a half first half, which I think is actually even better because Green Bay has been so good in the first half of games, scripted plays. They've outscored their opponents nine points per game for the year. Almost all of it, Bernie, is in the first half, whereas Tampa Bay has comparable numbers in terms of outscoring their opponents, but they only outscore their opponents by two points in the first half and there's a lot of intangibles that favor Green Bay. Obviously, they got a bye. Huge entering into the playoffs. Tampa, no bye, and this is their third straight road game. And the first two games on the road in the playoffs, that's a bad spot historically for teams. It's bad to be on the road three straight times in general. Even worse, to have three straight road games. And now Tampa has not played a game below 40 degrees all year long. Two games they played 40 degrees, Bernie. Failed against the spread in both of them at Washington at the Giants. Now it's going to be below 30. Advantage Green Bay. Right. You start to read the tea leaves, and everything adds up to point in the Packers' favor, not the least of which they get the game at home in Lambeau in nice, cozy, cold weather. And by the way, not for nothing, um, the last team to win three straight road games in the NFL in advance of the Super Bowl, coincidentally, were these same Green Bay Packers back in 2010. Now, look, we all know I'm a Brady guy. I've been singing his praises. Uh, I did it with you preseason. But I have to be honest, because in these situations, Brady's 5-1 and one at home, but only 1-3 and three on the road. And when you look at what the Packers have done at Lambeau this year, they're 8-1, and one, and they're averaging almost 32 points a game. What path might you see for Tampa Bay, other than the proverbial turnovers, can you know, would, would you surmise that, you know, something we can't see that would cause Tampa Bay to pull the upset? 
Green Bay gets complacent a little bit, um, follows the script too much that has worked all year long where they get the lead and then they go ahead and just start grinding in the second half and they let Tampa Bay back into the game. And then all of a sudden, the Green Bay back-breaking touchdown like they got against the Rams, just for whatever reason, Rodgers misses Lazard or he misses Adams on that pass and Tampa Bay gets a shot at the end of the game. All right, before we move on to the Buffalo-Kansas City game, one last thing. Obviously, Tampa Bay beat the Packers 38-10 to in Week 6. And Brady, when facing a team in the playoffs after beating them in the regular season in his career, 10-4 and straight up, 29 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. But I want to credit Tampa Bay's defense for taking care of business last time. They blitzed the heck out of Aaron Rodgers last time. Do you expect Tampa Bay to blitz him again tomorrow? Probably so, but I'm not concerned about it for Rodgers. Rodgers has handled the blitz well all year long. That was a weird game. I know it was a night game, 80 degrees, Green Bay 4-0, coming off of a bye, feeling a little happy, feeling a little um, satisfied, whereas uh, you know Tampa Bay went ahead and with the uh, the humidity and the temperature, I think that that greatly favored the Bucks in that game. And then after Rodgers threw the pick when uh, he was up 10 uh that got Tampa back in the game, just seemed to rattle him. I don't think that's going to happen to Lambeau. All right, let's head to Kansas City. I want to start with a technical factor, then a fundamental factor. The Chiefs have not covered a game in nine weeks. And, oh, by the way, that's only happened four times in 30 years to any NFL team. There's my technical factor. The fundamental factor, the Chiefs only ranked 26th in red zone offense since week 12, settling for a lot of field goals. Meanwhile, Buffalo's defense, number one in red zone, de- red zone defense. That's the Department of Redundancy Department. What are your thoughts, uh, knee-jerk reaction on this game? Knee-jerk reaction over the course of the season. Let's assume we didn't get to watch last year, all right? And if we just looked at the stats on both these teams, we'd say – Pretty equal teams. Overall, Football Outsiders has them as comparable. Yards per play, they're comparable. They're pretty equal across the board. However, one team got better in the second half of the year. That was the Bills. Last six games, won them all by double digits, covered them all. Versus, like you mentioned, with Kansas City, not last nine games, didn't win one of them by more than six points. So clearly, if you've got equal teams, but Buffalo's playing better in the second half of the year, that would actually make Buffalo better. So now we've got a leap of faith to be laying three and a half. Well, it's three late twenty with Kansas City, where I guess you hang your hat on experience, playoff experience, and you hang your hat on the fact that the Chiefs have been coasting. But um, bottom line, it sure looks like there's a pretty big point spread tax for a Chiefs team. And frankly, I'm not worried about Mahomes' head. I'm worried about his foot. If he's not 100%, the Bills certainly have value. Well, and the Bills blitzed Mahomes last time as well. I think you should also be concerned about the Chiefs and their 27th-ranked run defense. I've already grabbed Buffalo in the points. What's your pick and what's your best bet tomorrow, including any prop? Yeah, so best bet, we're going to go with Green Bay Packers, minus 2.5 in the first half. Get out to a lead early, win a bunch before lunch. In the late game, you know, I'm going to play that there will be shortest touchdown, one and a half yards. I'm going to play under one and a half. So I'm essentially betting there's going to be a very short touchdown. Bernie, this is all a volume game. I expect there to be six or seven touchdowns. And when you crunch the math, as long as we have six or more touchdowns, the odds are in our favor that one of them at least will be a short, probably a one-yard touchdown. So shortest touchdown under one and a half minus 160. 
Great stuff, Fez. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll see you here in studio in two weeks for our annual Super Bowl show. You'll be in for the entire hour. Oh, an, an, an annual event, Bernie. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. Enjoy your evening, Fez. That is Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest. You hear him weekdays straight out of Vegas, 3 to 4 Pacific, 6 to 7 Eastern. Coming up, I'm going to lay it out on a platter for you. What does Buffalo have to do tomorrow to beat Kansas City? And if they do this, I do believe they will win. But first, let's go to the man. He is so cool. When he walks onto the campus at Indiana University, they all yell, who's your daddy? See what I did there? Let's go to Brian Finley with the latest. That is right. If only I could get into college. I don't know how I have this job. Dustin Poirier using a bundle of punches to belittle Conor McGregor and win by TKO in the second round in the main event of UFC 257. Poirier came into the bout a plus 275 underdog. He now ties the all-time head-to-head record with McGregor at one. To the NBA, the Nuggets persevere past the Suns, 120 to 112 in two overtimes. Jamal Murray mesmerizing with 26 points, even sticking a three, descended into OT. The Jazz jackhammer the Warriors, 127-108. Steph Curry passing Reggie Miller to move into second all-time in career three-pointers. Ray Allen reigns in first. The Rockets flick aside the Mavericks 133 to 108. Eric Gordon revs up a season high 33 points. Houston is now 3 and 3 in the post James Harden era. And speaking of the bearded one, James Harden breaking all five of his three-point tries goes for 12 points, 11 assists and six turnovers as the Nets nick the Heat 128 to 124. The Lakers disrespect the Bulls 101-90 Anthony Davis 37 points. The Timberwolves spray down the Pelicans 121-10 and after the game, a concerned Zion Williamson muttered the T-Wolves, quote, played harder than us, honestly, throughout the whole game. Meanwhile, in close quote, College basketball number one Gonzaga leaving Pacific lifeless 95 to 48. The Zags are 15 and 0 in 19th ranked Missouri. Blow torches sixth ranked Tennessee 73 to 64. That is a final score. And of course, according to ESPN, the Detroit Lions are moving on from quarterback Matt Stafford as the sides are looking frantically to trade him away to a new team. Let's get back to the man who runs Vegas. It's Bernie Fratto. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it. And yes, I am Bernie Fratto. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. All right. So I've been talking about the Buffalo Bills and the one team that I thought would beat Kansas or could beat Kansas City. And I had that revelation uh, several weeks ago, it seems like a long time ago, but when Buffalo completely destroyed New England and Bill Belichick, thirty-eight to nine, and it, prior to that, prior to that week, they they crushed the Broncos, forty-eight to nineteen. The Bills really showed that they could be very dangerous on not only offense, defense, and special teams as well. Remember that fake punt that? But you know, forget it. We don't need to split hairs. I want to look ahead to tomorrow because lo and behold, here we are, the AFC Championship game. And there's some symmetry to this game because back before Super Bowl one, which it wasn't even called the Super Bowl then, the Chiefs advanced to play Vince Lombardi's Green Bay Packers. They beat these same Buffalo Bills. And, of course, that was clear back in, you know, what, early January 1967. And then, of course, in 95, the last trip that the Buffalo Bills went to 
the Super Bowl when they lost to the Cowboys. Uh, they, they beat the Chiefs then. So there's some history between these two, but I digress. Look, the reason I've said that the Bills can beat the Chiefs, they were the one team in the AFC that could knock off the Chiefs because they have the best formula. So let's kind of chop this up for just a second. Patrick Mahomes is 40-9 and nine in his career as a starter. In the nine losses, he still put up an average of 31 points in those games. So in order to beat the Chiefs, you've got to have an offense that can match Kansas City blow for blow. Josh Allen and the Buffalo offense is absolutely equipped to match the Chiefs blow for blow if that happens. Now, Buffalo, they throw the ball on first down all the time, even more than Kansas City, which can lead to explosive plays. And in the National Football League, an explosive play is defined as a play where you've gained more than 20 yards. The Bills were second in the league in explosive plays, only to the Chiefs, who were number one. Now, here's a big one. Time of possession. Patrick Mahomes is 19-1 when the Chiefs win the time of possession battle. Buffalo routinely wins the time of possession battle. And not only that, they led the National Football League in longest drives that ended up in scores this year. As a matter of fact, they had the Buffalo Bills had 27 scoring drives of 10 minutes or more. Translation, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands and you put yourself in a position to win. The Bills also ranked number one in the National Football League on third down conversions and fourth down conversions, thus extending drives and time of possession. In, some, in summation, the Bills are by far the best combination of passing and running, frankly, in the entire NFL. And they scored more points than the Chiefs did in the regular season. And as I talked about earlier with Arnie and Aaron, the Chiefs are having some issues in the red zone, frankly, on both sides of the ball. Since week 12, Kansas City ranks only 26th in red zone offense. Means they're settling for a lot of field goals. Meanwhile, since week 12, Buffalo, their defense ranks number one in red zone defense. Add to that, the Chiefs rank only 27th against the run. And I know their offensive line hasn't been stellar, and will Patrick Mahomes' toe issue matter tomorrow? Well, I guess we'll just have to find out. But I do know this. Buffalo went after Mahomes hard in the first game. And I believe they will again tomorrow. The bottom line, this is a one-game affair. And I've always said in a one-game affair, the Bills could unseat the Chiefs. I think they're hungry. They're poised to do it. And let's not forget, it's very hard to repeat in this league. And as I mentioned with Steve Fezzik, Kansas City, the Chiefs, haven't covered the spread in nine weeks. Now, part of it is they're expensive. Part of it is they get everybody's best shot. And part of it is some of their metrics aren't as daunting as they were last year. And it's very hard to repeat in the NFL. I think in, in talking to Fezzik earlier last week, I think he thinks this version of the Chiefs is probably two points worse. That's not the right vernacular. Last year's Chiefs were two points better to the line than this year's Chiefs. It's going to be tough to go into Arrowhead tomorrow and take care of business. But, look, I've grabbed the points. This could be a one, two, three-point game, even if the Chiefs win. And I believe Buffalo absolutely is live to potentially win this game outright. As I said, Kansas City hasn't covered nine weeks, and that has only happened four times in the last 30 years 
in the history of the National Football League. I'm not talking about just playoff teams or Super Bowl defending champions. I'm talking about any team. Meanwhile, Buffalo, they've been covering, they've been falling out of bed and covering. So, look, obviously something crazy could happen, and sometimes a game can come down to turnovers, uh, an oddball play you'd never see coming. But I think, barring anything silly, I think Buffalo's trending in the right direction. And frankly, I would not be surprised if they win that game outright tomorrow. If they play this game 10 times in Arrowhead Stadium, the Chiefs probably win six and a half, seven times. But Buffalo's only got to beat them once. It is a one-game affair. It should be fun to watch because you have the number one offense in Kansas City against the number two offense in Buffalo. So it should be an entertaining game as well. Coming up, you know them, you love them, you can't live without them. It's Mackenzie Rivers with Mackinac Sports, and we're going to take a nice little dive and do some potential conference championship prop bets. Prop bets have become increasingly popular over the years, and they're a great way to not only enjoy the game, but make the game profitable as well. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! One of the best in the business, Bernie Fratto. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and if you're traveling to see your favorite team this spring, you have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, and mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate Hotels' locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bernie Fratto. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. Uh, before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles. As always, stellar job, guys. Ryan Bershinger. And don't forget to catch Brian with his award-winning podcast, Swing Shift with Bull Benson. Chris Perfett, the pride of Detroit, and Brian, the silver tongue devil, Finley. All right, you know him, you love him, you can't live without him. It's that time, Mackinac Sports with Mackenzie Rivers. And Mackenzie, everybody loves prop bets, right? There's only two right. people in the world, those who like prop bets and those who don't. But everybody <laughs> likes prop bets, so really there's only one kind of person in the world, right? Exactly. I think only the leader of North Korea came out publicly and said, I don't like prop bets. Is that right? Did, okay, i got to brush up on my Korean because I couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, bottom line is you've got three – Prop bets tomorrow, and we've, you've kind of uh, there's an algorithm here, meaning that uh, the we're going to go in the order that uh, the, three, two, one, and the last one will be your strongest, and the first one will be the third. But they're all bets that you fired on. So let's start with Kansas City and their quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who did pass con- concussion protocol, and I hopefully he's passed. Toll protocol, or maybe they call it total call, or whatever the hell they call it. But you know he's going to be there tomorrow and competing because that's what he does. Right before he told media reporters that he was out of concussion protocol, I saw this number pop up at a couple books. Mm -hmm. So they probably had an inside guy there. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. His over-under for passing yards is 310 and a half. It's even higher in some spots, but that's a good consensus number. That's a lot. It's a heck of a lot. He's averaging 315 for the season. But in his playoff career, he's only averaging 280, and he's only gone over this in the playoffs in six career playoff games one time. That's when they scored 51 points against Houston, and he only went up, He only had like 320 in that game. So very high number. This assumes Patrick Mahomes is 100% healthy. If he didn't even have, if he didn't have the concussion protocol, just the toe injury alone and his playoff history would make me lean this way. And the Bills, the Bills, what do they do well on defense? They Stop let you the run pass. the ball. Yeah. They let you run the ball as much as you want. The, the Chiefs ran for 250 against them last time. They stop the throw. They have the best corner in the game in Tredavious White. I really like this under 310. I thought they did a pretty good job of harassing Patrick Mahomes the first game. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, so forgive me, but do you recall how many yards Mahomes threw for them? Yeah, he only had 220 in that game. They really were not going to beat you through the air in that game. And I think that is reminiscent of what it's going to be tomorrow unless they're behind. And if, if uh, Buffalo can follow that time of possession right. thesis that I have. Yes, exactly. And that's how you beat the Chiefs. I think you nailed it. You try to limit possessions, and the Browns did that. The Chiefs only had eight possessions. Usually an NFL game is about 12 possessions. The Chiefs only had eight possessions versus the Browns. You're going to have to get 40 yards of possession for Mahomes to get over this number. Really like it under. Boy, I'll tell you, too, the the, the fumble in the end zone, you wonder what might have happened. And even after that happened and Mahomes went out, Cleveland had the ball at midfield with a chance to take the lead, and I just think the moment looked too big for them. I, I, I think you're right. I know it's against a lot of practice psychology without a license, but I looked at <laughs> Baker Mayfield, I looked at that Cleveland team, and I said, you know what? 
This is what I call quantum physics. They know they're being observed. This is just too much for them to swallow. I don't think Buffalo has that issue tomorrow. They've already no. played a lot of high-profile games this year. I think they're ready for the moment. I really do. All right. So uh, first prop bet, Patrick Mahomes under 310 yards. Is that shaded any particular way? Is it pretty much No, easy? you can get that even. You can okay. get that minus 110. All right. Let's look at a prop that I actually like myself having to do with Tampa Bay's tight end Cameron Brait. Yes. You mentioned this when you're talking to Ernie Spanier. I think you're dead on. In fact, you, you might have actually inspired a few people. I've seen this number move in the last hour. It was about minus 120. Now it's about minus 140 to go over Cameron Brait receptions, and it makes a lot of sense. We know Brady loves tight ends. His favorite formation is 12 formation. Keep it really tight and get those short passing windows open. And Cameron Brait's probably the better tight end at this point than Rob Gronkowski. You know, Rob Gronkowski's likely to retire in the in the near future. Cameron Brait, you know, he's in the prime of his career. He's got four catches in each of the playoff games, so he's trending in the right direction. And Antonio Braun not going to be there. That safety valve is gone. Brady needs a security blanket. I think Cameron Brait's going to be that guy. And Brait has been, frankly, more productive than Rob Kronkowski. I think Brady's confident in him. Brady has always looked to his tight ends over the middle of the field. And I'll tell you, I think I don't think there's any stopping this Green Bay offense, which means Tampa Bay is going to have to pass. I mean, they'll want to run with Ronald Jones and establish that. But I heard you and Fez and RJ talking during the week. It's there's kind of a correlation. Green Bay in the first half, you get out, you lay the two and a half, which means Tampa Bay is playing from behind, which means they're going to throw the ball. I got to believe Brait is t- is targeted at least six, seven times. That's exactly how many targets he got last game. He only needs to catch about half of those, which is you know better than league average. I think he gets it done over two and a half receptions for Cameron Brait. All right, so this final prop I really like a lot. I would mentioned earlier in the show that the Chiefs, Run defense is only ranked 27th, and that plays right into the hands of one young Josh Allen. Yes, I was looking at expected points added, which is an advanced way to look at that rushing stat, and they're 30th in the league in that department. Like the Bills, the Chiefs don't really care about you running on the ground. They'll give up first downs in that regard. So this is why I like Josh Allen over 34 rushing yards. I love this play. In his playoff career, three games, he's averaging 50 yards per game. And you might say, well, McKenzie, didn't we play this last week and he only had three yards? Exactly. He only had three rushing yards last game. One data point is way affecting other people's opinions, affecting bookmakers' opinions. This this number came out at 31. I like it all the way up to 35. Josh Allen, when he gets opportunities, he's going (laughs) to – I'm sorry. Check that. The Chiefs. In eight games, they've played against quarterbacks with rushing rushing averages 15 or higher. They've gone over that number, those quarterbacks, in six of the games by an average of five yards per game. And Josh Allen himself, in this matchup, had 42 rushing yards. I think that's how you beat the Chiefs. That's the opportunity he's going to get. That's my best bet. Josh Allen over 35 rushing yards. Well, and there is history here. Uh, Lamar Jackson rushed for almost 100 yards against that defense. And Josh Allen could easily break one for 20, 25 yards and and chop that up right right then and there, right? Yes. So you've got a history where, as you pointed out here, even Sam Darnold had 21 yards, Deshaun Watson 27 yards. Lesser offenses with less weapons still manage to have quarterbacks. I mean, some quarterbacks don't run for any yards in games, right? So er, almost in every one of these situations, you have a, you know, a data here that, that supports that you can run a quarterback can run against the Chiefs and and Josh yep. Allen. Frankly, he might be the premier running quarterback in the NFL right now, just inside of Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Right. If you if you say who's the best rusher, it's probably not Josh Allen, but who's the best running quarterback in the league? That's probably Josh Allen. He might even be better than Russell Wilson at this point. It has to do with Steve Spagnuolo's defense. This play, they're going to blitz him. They're going to challenge him to make moves on the run, and he's going to get it done. 
I'm starting to lean to the Bills, honestly. What do you think, Bernie? Well, I've already fired on the Bills plus the points. I do like this prop bet. Good stuff, uh, McKenzie. So Mahomes under 310 yards. Cameron Brait over two and a half receptions. Josh Allen over rush yards, probably over 35 in that neighborhood. All right, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. Next up, it's the man who brings it from Nashville, and he brings it strong. It's time for the Jason Martin Show. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.